Hello and welcome back to the Being Forces Friendly podcast. In season two, we sit down with experts from the armed forces, government and business to discuss engaging with defence and the mutual benefits that come from it. Welcome back to another episode of the second season of the Being Forces Friendly podcast. I'm Nat Haynes, your host for today's episode. I'm an Assistant Director at Defence Relationship Management, overseeing the Account Management Programme. At DRM, we deliver the Armed Forces Covenant and the Employee Recognition Scheme on behalf of Defence. One of the eligibility criteria for the ERS is to work with the Career Transition Partnership, which brings me to today's guest. CTP provides resettlement services to all leavers of the Armed Forces and with over 20 years experience in helping individuals make the transition, they are well placed to connect you with the right candidates for your positions. Today I'm going to be talking to Lorraine Cadle and James Moore of CTP. Welcome to you both. Thanks Nat. Thanks Nat. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, my pleasure. Now, shall we start first of all by, if you could introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you and then we will get into some of the detail of what CTP do. Lovely, thanks Nat. So I'm Lorraine Cadle, I'm Head of Employment at CTP. Um, I've worked within the CTP for the last 22 years after having served a short career in the Royal Navy and leaving there in 99. Um, my role at CTP is looking after the employment arm of CTP, which is the employer engagement team, which James heads up, the CTP assist, which helps all of those who are wounded, injured and sick and leave in the services and helps with their transition, the Future Horizons team, which is a core team looking after the early service leavers who are who have served between one day and four years in the services. And our final team is the central support team up in Birmingham who assists all employers and service leavers with their helpline and also tracks 100% of our service leavers post-discharge to reach to ensure they're reaching their outcomes. Thanks, Lorraine. Yeah, so as Nat said, I'm James Moore. Uh, I'm the Employer Engagement Manager for CTP and, and work with Lorraine um, to assist her in the employment space. Um, so I left the Army after a full career, 23 years, uh, back in 2015. Um, like many service leavers, didn't really understand where I was transitioning to or where my skills uh, sat. Uh, but luckily enough, I had a really good career consultant from the CTP who helped me find the job I'm in today. So my job is the employer engagement manager, as I said, and I work with a team of employer relationship managers and a key account manager to assist employers access that fabulous to, uh, talent pool um, that they can get from people leaving the armed forces. Perfect, thank you both. So we're going to be discussing CTP's role as the OAD's official provider of armed forces resettlement and specifically how UK employers can maximise their access to highly skilled service leavers as they leave the armed forces and are looking to enter the civilian workforce. So first of all, Lorraine, could you tell me a bit about who the Career Transition Partnership are and what exactly you're contracted to deliver on behalf of Defence? Yes, absolutely. So the Career Transition Partnership is a partner in agreement between the Ministry of Defence and Right Management Limited, who are a global career development and outplacement specialist and also part of the Manpower Group. Um, the CTP provides resettlement services for everybody leaving the armed services, so from the Navy, Army, Air Force and the Marines. Um, regardless of time served, all members of the armed forces 
can really benefit from CTP support when leaving. Um, we also operate as an intermediary service for employers who are wishing to hire those service leavers as well. But each year, around 14,000 service leavers who are skilled and experienced individuals are leaving the forces and ready to enter the civilian workforce. Um, in the employment arm, we broker that engagement between the service leavers and the employers to help them transition into their next career. There's two other sides of CTP, the transition side, which really does help to prepare people for leaving from the armed forces. So they'll do workshops, various different workshops um, for how to approach the job market, how to recognise and transfer the skills that they have um, into civilian language, um, because a lot of the armed forces have the very own unique languages. And so translating that skills and, and those experiences into commercial um, equivalents is, is a key strength that the transition team do as well. Um, we also help with CVs and interview techniques and all of the different things that a service leaver will need to make the right transition into civilian employment. We also have a training arm and we deliver high quality training across a number of different vocational qualifications that service leavers can access during their resettlement. And um, in terms of the, the organisations that CTP work with, is it just, um, is it just a, a small number of organisations? Can anyone work with CTP? Um, how, how does that work? Um, I'll come in there. Yeah. That. yeah. So we work with everybody from um, sort of small, medium enterprises, local employers, right through to your multinational employers. Um, you know, the, the journey for the service leaver into the civilian workforce is different, different for everyone. And there's no one size fits all. So we have to work with everybody to make sure that we've got super, suitable opportunities for everybody leaving. Um, many of the organisations we work with have uh, veterans already working with them as well. And that's why they, they want to understand and want to employ more from that pool. Because um, they understand the importance that it brings to the business. Um, because the skills that the veterans and the service leader have, you know, they're highly sought after skills. There's no one thing... Um, that service leaver has because we have quite a vague career. It's not like your civilian workforce where you might just do one job for years at a time and progress up, up the different stages of that job. You know, in the military, it can be completely different. One minute you can be working with a team of people building a project. The next minute you could be training that team to, to do that project future, you know, down the future line. Um, so some of the organisations we work with have uh, unique military uh, pathways as well, which we've helped develop over the years with them um, to recognise the skill sets that the service leaders have and then augment those skill sets by putting them on a pathway where the, the, the organisation can really build on those skill sets for the benefit of the whole business. And they see massive uh, improvements on the service leaders when they first come in to when they sort of get to the end of their pathway journey, and many of them promote very quickly as well. Um, so some of the organisations that we work with, um, you'll recognise many of the names. You know, We work with the BT Group, so Openreach and BT. We work with JP Morgan. But we also work with much smaller um, businesses as well. Um, so we, we work with Live West, who do a lot of stuff down the southwest, uh, and very good at helping us um, in that area. Um, in the northwest, we work with a, a, a company called Pennai Energy, and again, that's a small, medium enterprise. Um, so yeah, we make no differentiation between who we work with. Okay, perfect. And you've mentioned there that um, a lot of companies you work with already have a, 
a veteran programme, for example, or there are veterans in their business, are there certain criteria that companies need to hit to work with CTP or is anyone eligible to, to post their jobs with you, for example? No, there's, there's no criteria. All we ask is that you have five opportunities for service leavers and you work closely with us to, to understand the, the talent pool that you want to tap into. Um, and that's what we're uniquely placed to do um, because of a, a unique position within the, the, the MOD contract. It really helps because we have access to all the service leavers. Um, so, yeah, and the, the team itself, the team I manage, uh, is, is a really balanced team. Half of the team are service leavers themselves, so they've been through the journey. And the other half come from the civilian workforce, so they understand what happens on the other side. So the team use each other to, to build on that experience and really give benefit to the employers and the service leaders that we're working with. Okay. And what does that relationship with CTP from an employer's point of view look like? What are the benefits of engaging with CTP for a business? So, so the benefits is, the main one is because it's a contracted service by the MOD, it's completely free. You, you know, um, so it's a free service, a free recruitment service that we provide. Um, the access to the talent pool, um, you know, they don't register with us. They come to us directly from the Ministry of Defence. And so we have access to that, to that talent pool. As we said right at the beginning, we've got 20 years understanding of the talent pool uh, and how that talent pool can transition into your civilian workforce. Um, and then we have a whole suite of tools that, that can be accessed. We've got the jobs board, um, which is, is a really useful jobs board. It's a closed jobs board that's only for our community as well. So you can't see it anywhere else um, outside of having, you know, being part of our community. Um, we also have a range of digital tools that we can use. Um, so we've got a really, really cool tool called Live Chat, where the service leaders can interact with the employers over a chat platform. Um, and you can gather lots of information about each other as you're chatting. We do lots of virtual events uh, now, which is, is, is another really, really um, quick win for employers to do. Um, there's no money involved. There's no time to travel involved. We pick up a lot of the, the admin burden as well. You know, we'll do the, the marketing. We'll set up the links for them. We'll do the registration process for the employers as well. Um, so they can just come on and concentrate on networking with the service leaders and doing the question and answer piece with the service leaders. Um, the only service that we have that, that has a financial cost is we run employment fairs. So we run nine employment fairs across the country uh, from February to November and they're really, really popular with our employers. Um, so we run them from the South Coast up to Scotland uh, and everywhere in between. Um, we have about 400, 500 service leaders come to our employment fairs. So it's a really, really good opportunity to, to network with that, that talent pool. Um, the other benefit of working directly with the CTP and, and through uh, your relationship manager is the access to the other part of the defence community. So we've got a very close working partnership with the Forces Employment Charity. So what that does is that increases our talent pool and our reach into the veteran space, um, but also the family space as well. So your partners, your spouses and your dependents and the reservists that are, that are registered to work with us. So for the employer, you, you, your talent pool is growing all the time. Um, so, and we have specific programmes as well that we can tap into if that's what you're looking to do as an employer. Okay, so it's wider than just service leavers. There are other talent pools that you have access to at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I think, I think it, 
it's important for the employer to understand the, the MOD contracted support is for up to two years uh, before you leave, depending on when you sign off, up to two years after you leave. So when I'm referring to services, that's what I mean, is that two-year window of, of support or four-year window of support. When we talk about veterans, that's when they've left that contracted support, so that's after the two years. Uh, and if they're registered with the Forces Employment Charity, we work you know, in a close partnership with them. So all the tools that we have that the, the service leavers use, the veterans can access these tools as well with, if they're registered with the Forces Employment Charity. Um, so yes, it's a much bigger target group. Fabulous, yeah, that's really interesting. Um, Lorraine, there were the, the market out there for veteran recruitment and, and military recruitment in general is quite a busy space. There are lots of, um, lots of organisations out there offering services. Um, what is it, do you think, that makes the CTP offer to employers so different? We've, we've talked about that it's a contracted service yes. and it's free yeah. charge. Is there anything else that sets itself aside? Yeah, so, I mean, there's a number of things, really, that does set it aside. So, as the MOD's official provider of the Armed Forces Resettlement, we are the only ones that have access to the whole of that talent pool. Um, that They come through as a matter of course. Everybody, when they're leaving the Armed Forces, come through into the CTP database. So we have access to all of the talent that's leaving the armed forces. Um, and every year, approximately 14,000 skilled and motivated people are leaving the, um, the armed forces to enter the civilian market. And the majority of those leavers are looking for their next career. Um, and so we know that by engaging with the activities that James just referred to, so the employment fairs, the online events, the physical events in the companies and through all of that a lot of service leavers then do find their next employment. So the other week I was up in, in Murrayfield where we have one of our employment fairs and um, a really good example was that actually at the event that I was at in 2019 prior to Covid um, there was three service leavers that were there at the event talking to the employers and engaging with them um, who were now going fast forward to 2022, they're now on the exhibitor stands for those employers, representing the companies that they joined as a result of going along to our employment fair. So there's a real benefit in employers engaging with us because it, it really does work and we've plenty of case studies on the website that will demonstrate an, a whole number of different success stories like that. And I would encourage employers to go along to the ctp.org.uk website to actually see all of the different activities that they can engage with um, in order to engage with that talent pool. So yes, we are we are a free service as well because MOD has paid for it. So the fact that MOD sure. have paid for it and the government's paid for it, employers, you know, they, they should tap into it and get the most out of it for them. Um, and we're very happy to, to do every single employer. There's no set programme for any one employer. They can come and engage with our employer relationship managers and each and every one will be dealt with in a very bespoke way to match the needs of their actual employment and their recruitment. So it might be that it's an SME just looking for one person. Fine, we'll tailor it and we'll give a service to them. But it could be that it's a, a multinational company that's looking for 500 people to go into um, a new industry or a new opening that they've got in their business. We will very much tailor and work with all of them and, and we can very much link in with our training arm as well to ensure that the qualifications are there for the individuals as well. If it's a new set of qualifications, we welcome employers coming to engage with us to actually tell us about what skills it is they're looking for 
because then we can always look back in and see if we can prepare people earlier because as Jane said this is a four-year window of opportunity to engage with these people in, in some cases so you have actually got the opportunity to influence what training somebody might be doing at you know a year out of them actually leaving so they can engage in that training and make themselves really suitable for the employment opportunity that you then have for them um, and we can deliver bespoke training should you know a conversation with the training team we could potentially deliver training for with the companies as well with the aim of getting those people into employment. Fantastic, that's really good to hear. And I guess, James, you've already spoken about the employer relationship managers that CTP have, that have that relationship with employers. And employers will also have relationships with um, a national account manager or a regional employer engagement director um, within the regions that from the DRM side look after relationships for the signing of the Armed Forces Covenant or if they're going for um, ERS awards, the Silver Award or the Gold Award, etc. Do you see that as a, a positive relationship that can go hand in hand? Does, do, does an Armed Forces Covenant or a, an ERS award, does that, does the, um, the empl employment of service leavers with that relationship with CTP, does, does that work well for that journey that they might be going on with DRM as well? How do you see that? Yeah, absolutely. So the, the, the relationship uh, between the CTP, the DRM and the REEDs is crucial because um, one thing that the Armed Forces Covenant really done over the last couple of years is, is provide that, that network of employers that, that the service leavers and the veteran community feel feel um, confident in as well. So that course working relationship is really important for us um, where we can signpost, for us, we signpost employers to, to the, the, the REITs and the DRM. Um, you know, if they're not already on that AFC pathline or the Armed Forces Covenant pathline or the ERF, ERS and don't know about it, but well, we can be that first uh, sort of signpost for them and, and we can tell them all about it, how it can enhance their businesses, you know, going along that journey, um, you know, and that that sort of the, the different levels of bronze, the silver, and the gold, um, it, it really does give confidence for the service leaders when they when they're looking at um, uh, employers and organisations for the future. Um, and again, they'll come to us and say, well, you know, we we're looking at this employer, uh, you know, uh, they're they're a gold alumni, and do we have a point of contact in there? And we can go in and, and speak to the REEDs or the DRM and say, look, we're, we're looking for a, a point of contact within a region that can maybe, you know, speak to a service leader about their journey, how they can enhance their journey because they really want to get into that employer. So, yeah, so that close relationship between us is really important for us um, going forward. That's really interesting. So you mentioned um, service leavers that are, are looking for, for their, their, their civilian um, career and looking for what they might do next. Um, so you mentioned the ERS and if a company is a silver award holder or a gold award holder, for example, does that have that profile with service leavers? Are they aware of, of what that means and, and what an employer would be offering them if they have got a gold award? I think they are now um, more than more than what they were in the past. You know, um, defence has done a lot around the sort of the Armed Forces Covenant and the ERS to, to really sort of publicise what it actually means. Uh, and the really sort of crucial thing for us is for many of our employers, it's not just 
a certificate on the wall. It, it's, it's really is a commitment that they've made to the armed forces community and they want to do more in that community as well to assist them. Um, so, yeah, I think it's definitely grown arms and legs over the years to, to where it is now, to where it was when it first started. For, for many, when it first started, it might have just been the certificate on the wall. But now, you know, many of the employers we work with have armed forces communities. They, they do their own internal to armed forces breakfasts. And there's one company that does one which is called uh, Pull Up the Sandbag where you know, once a month the, the veterans just get together and, and chat. So they've got an, an outlay, you know, if they're maybe having problems in work or you know, not always very good at speaking to maybe a civilian counterpart. So it gives them that extra layer of, of um, confidence to go and speak to somebody who's had a similar journey or a similar sort of um, career path as well. Yeah, and, and actually there was a recent um, Glassdoor survey that I, I was reading about, mm -hmm. and it was saying that 64% of people will actually join a company based on their values, and if they can see that somebody signed up to the Armed Forces Covenant and that they've got those strong values and links in with the Armed Forces community, then they're far more likely to go and join that, that employer as well. Um, we often encourage our um, employers who are attending our employment fairs in particular to have their their brand you know on their banners but actually making sure they've also got their gold award or their silver award on those banners as well just to highlight that they are really committed to supporting and developing service leaders through that journey. Fantastic that's really good to hear. Um, so if you had any top tips for employers that were looking to to recruit service leaders and veterans that they wanted to to take advantage of that labour labour pool that's there what, what, would your, um, what would your recommendations be? Engage. <laughs> I think um, absolutely, you know, if you're not already registered, then absolutely register with the CTP. Um, one of our employer relationship managers will then contact you and, and discuss your requirements. So we really can tailor that service and provide a bespoke service to the individual employer. Um, some of the top tips, you know, when you're advertising your jobs, make sure that you're using clear and concise language in those jobs. Uh, you know, just like the armed forces tend to have their own language, lots of companies tend to have their own language too. And making sure that it's clear to everybody exactly what that job role is and using very, very broad terms for, for what a job is um, would really help service leaders understand what role what the role is and, and how they can transfer into it. Um, our career consultants do a lot of work on that as well. We get in a lot of... Um, civilian job descriptions and we do a skills mapping exercise between what the service leaders have and, and how they would fit the criteria for those jobs. So it's really important that when employers are push, pushing out those job descriptions that they're making them as clear as possible and service leaders are translating their skills into commercial um, qualities as well. So there is a real partnership to be done there. Um, the I guess the other thing for employers as well would be to um, promote salaries. I mean, we, we, we know that a lot of companies don't like to because of the competitive nature of that, and that's fine. But if they are able to promote their salaries, the salary, the jobs on our jobs board with salaries get a high better success rate than those that don't. So we do, we do know that from where we are. James, do you want to come in on some of the other bits? Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's about patience as well, is finding out what works for, for your organisation. We have, as I said, we have a whole range of tools that we can use. 
but you know doing a virtual event might not work for your organization but maybe putting a newsletter article out um, would work and we have a digital newsletter which goes out to about 12,000 uh, people on our, our database and it's really that patience piece especially if you if you're new to us and new to the service leavers um, they'll want to understand what type of company you are you know what your values and drivers are as well and how they would fit into that sort of company so it's, it's using all the tools and finding out what works best uh, for you as an employer. Um, the relationship with the, the relationship manager as well is key. If you've got a single point of contact that they can both bounce each other off, um, you know, as an employer, you might get an application where you think, I'm not quite sure why this individual's applied. But nine times out of 10, somebody from a military background will only apply for a role if they genuinely 100% believe they can do that role but it might get lost in the translation of how they think they can do that role or how what they imagine that role is. So, you know, maybe a quick phone call back to your relationship manager and saying, you know, I've got an application from this person, but I'm not quite sure how it fits. And the way we can decipher that for you and say, well, actually, because they've done this in the military, they've done this, this, and this, and this is what it translates to, and that's why they wrote it like that. So that the relationship is key to, to, higher success, to the higher success rate. That's really interesting. So we hear quite a lot about um, CV translation and how um, how military CVs can, can be worked on. And I know you guys do do, um, do work on that. But I, I suppose also it, it's also about making job descriptions more accessible to those in your services. And, and um, would I be right in thinking that if, if you believe that um, a job description or an ad isn't working for you, then the relationship manager could, could help with that? Yeah, absolutely. And again, it's just about that communication piece um, you know the service leavers will have the same problem the employers would have so if you picked an employer up and put them in the military world with all the acronyms and the way we speak and things like that they would have the same issue and it's no different from the service leaver coming out um, and, and yes we do a lot of work with them but it, you know it, it's it's quite difficult to to translate your career into you know two pages of a CV um, when you've done a, a multitude of things and have multiple skills from team management to instruction to project management to health and safety. You know, it, it, certainly when I left, I was a bit like a rabbit in the headlights because I had operations experience, I had training experience, I had health and safety experience, and I, I just, you know, trying to focus my energy into where I wanted to be. Um, and, and that's what the Career Transition Partnership do very well. Um, but yeah, communication with the employers is, is the key to, to that. Okay, fantastic. And would there be any other final words for employers that are wanting to enhance their engagement um, if they're interested in reaching out to CTP or if they want to make their relationship, if they want to improve their relationship with CTP? Is there anything they can do? Yes, certainly. I think. Um, one of the benefits that we have is um, the, the access to the, the CTP training as well. So as an employer, if you, if you have um, a specific skill set or a specific qualification that you're looking for, it is worthwhile just having a look at our website, having a look at our training as well and seeing if any of our training matches up because we can do that direct sort of interface when the guys and girls are on the training course or have just finished the training course as well uh, and speak to them and say, you know, we've got... Uh, an employer who's looking for project managers that have done AMP or Agile, um, then we can put that directly in front of them as they're on their course or as they've just finished their course. 
Um, so we've got lots of avenues to, to work on. And as I said, you know, the partnership with the Forces Employment Charity really helps because there's different pathways as well. So if you, if as, as an employer, if you want to um, increase that sort of social value as, as well, we have a multitude of um, pathways and programmes that we work with, with the Forces Employment Charity as well. You know, we have um, unique programmes for our families, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, a, a lot of the time, there's still a myth that the, the military moves as much as they do. Certain individuals will, but most units are fairly static now. So you've got that untapped workforce of the spouses and partners as well that can, can really add value to, to businesses. Um, and I think for, for us, the most important thing is that you've got a unique and motivated talent pool that we can access. And it's about the business value that that talent pool can bring. As I've said multiple times, they're multi-skilled um, yeah. and, and they can bring that out while they're working. They're calm under pressure, um, that they've got discipline, the, the IT skills. You know, There's still a myth that, that, that a lot of the service leaders don't have IT skills. Well, all the systems they use are digital nowadays, mm -hmm. so they do have that skill. Whether they've translated that skill correctly or not, or believe they have that skill is, is a different thing. But, but yeah, I think that's the sort of key things that I would say. Yeah, and I would echo that completely. So whether you're looking for skilled and experienced personnel in engineering or logistics, project management, accounts, administration, or even, you know, senior management positions, then we are very likely to have the candidates and the skills associated with those roles within our talent pool. Um, as well as the highly sought after vocational skills that service leaders have, they also possess a wide range of transferable soft skills as well including all the leadership and management, the communication skills, organisational skills, um, high degree of professionalism in everything they do with the problem solving skills, health and safety and security awareness is best practice to pretty much everybody in the services. And above all that teamwork in ethic as well. You know, they, they can bring so, so much to a business that employers really should look at this as a, as a talent pool to tap into. Perfect, thank you. Well, thank you both for joining us today in this podcast episode. It's been really interesting and really enlightening. Thank you. And for our listeners, as always, all relevant links will be in the episode bio. Don't forget you can find all our previous Being Forces Friendly podcast episodes on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud and Spotify. Make sure to subscribe to never miss out on an episode and keep up to date with any podcast news over on the DRM social media channels. Thank you very much. Make sure to never miss an episode by hitting the subscribe button. And if you have any questions for us or want to know more, you can always contact us on Twitter at DRM underscore support. Thank you very much for listening.